the throne And because you are the throne It is well Your word says so And I know That's because you are the throne It is well Somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. Brethren, to the glory of God, I'm very happy that we are here together. That I have this opportunity to share the counsel of God with you. Glory be to God in the highest. Can we please worship God together? Glory be to God in the highest, amen, hallelujah. Glory be to God in the highest, amen, for his mercy, for his mercy, send red forever. Amen, hallelujah, for his mercy send your right forever. Amen, hallelujah, glory be to God in the highest. Amen, hallelujah, glory be to God. In the highest, amen, hallelujah, for his mercies endured forever. Amen, hallelujah, for his mercies endured forever. Amen. You are the mighty God. The great I am, Alleluia, 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 you are the mighty.
mighty God, the great I am. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Father, we appreciate you. <clears throat> King of kings and Lord of lords, I give you glory for an opportunity to be alive again. We thank you because you are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. The one who knows tomorrow who was the key to tomorrow. When you lock, no one can open. When you open, no one can lock. Thank you for your protection, for your mercy over us. Thank you for keeping us alive and for keeping calamities, tragedies, evil and sorrow away from ourselves and our family. We appreciate you, Father, for this moment. Glory be to your holy name. Lord, accept our thanks in the mighty name of Jesus. And so, our Father in heaven, this morning, we go into your word in the faith clinic to share your word and to boost our faith. We ask, O oh Lord, therefore, that you speak to us this morning, this evening, this afternoon, depending on what part of the world we are listening. Father, speak to us in the name of Jesus. Touch us and bless us. Let our faith be boosted. Let our joy increase. Let your name be glorified. Thank you, Father. And at the end of this particular word, whosoever listens to it, let them be highly motivated. Let them be blessed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Brethren, the word that God has for us at this time is you need direction. You need direction. My text is taken from the book of Isaiah, chapter 30, verse 21. Isaiah chapter 20, chapter 30, verse 21. Isaiah chapter 30, verse 21. And thy ears shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way. Walk ye in it, when ye turn to the right, and when ye turn to the left. This text suggests to us that the Almighty God is ready to speak to us and to guide us. He will guide us, telling us which way to go, whether to the right or to the left. Why? Why do we need direction? Because life, number one, life is a mysterious journey. Before I tell you why we need direction, I want to tell you a few things. Life is a mysterious journey. The life in which you find ourselves is mysterious. You don't know when you started it. Except you are told by somebody, maybe your parents or those who are old enough to know when you were born. But nobody can tell you the exact second, the minute, the hour in which you were conceived. It is the day you were born that people knew. So that's part of the mystery. And you never can tell when you will end life. People may know the day you were born, but nobody knows the day you will leave this world. It's part of the mystery. 
Life is one of the most difficult things to understand and to predict accurately. Oh, someone may be doing very well in the morning and everybody will say, wow, what a success. He is a success. And suddenly in the afternoon his fortune will change and in the evening he may be a poor man. Someone may start very poor in the morning. In the afternoon he may still be very poor and people will say this man is a poor man. And suddenly towards evening his fortunes will change. And it will become so well, it will become so well to do that people will say, wow, wow, this is a wonder. So it is difficult to predict life sometimes or to understand it accurately. Life can be full of surprises. Sometimes it can bring positive surprises and it can spawn negative surprises. Things we didn't prepare for, things we never knew could happen, would just, would just suddenly happen. Things we didn't expect will suddenly begin to stare at us in reality. Out of the critical things that can directly affect our lives, only 10% of it are within our control. The remaining 90% are outside of our control. For example, who our parents are is out of our control. We can't choose that one. We only grew up to just realize that some people are our parents or those who call themselves our parents are our parents. Sometimes we may not even know that the person we call our father is not our father until probably somebody tells us or our mother eventually tells us maybe when we are well growing age and say this person it's not our father that we are adopted. So we don't have control over that. We don't have control over our place of birth. We don't have control over our state of origin. And by virtue of that, we don't also have control over our nationality. If we were to choose, I'm sure many of us will not choose to be Nigerians. Some of us would rather have chosen to be American, to be British, and so on and so forth. We don't have control over our height. There are some of us who would have loved to be taller. We don't have control over the color of our skin. There are some of us who would have liked to be darker or lighter in color. We don't have control over our gender. Some of us would have liked to be female or to be male. We don't have control over our fingerprints, over our temperament. We don't have control over who our siblings are. The moment you grow up, you know some people as your siblings, there's nothing you can do about it. All these things are thrust on us by nature, and there's nothing we can do about it. So we just have to learn to accept that as part of us for the rest of our lives. So the things that you can control are our choices and decisions. And many times we don't even know what to choose and what to decide in life. Whereas our choices and decisions greatly determine our destinies and impact upon our lives. And that is why we need someone who has control over all those things we don't have control over. 
We need someone who can understand what we don't understand. We need someone who can see beyond our present situation, who can see into the future. And that is why we need divine information. Who else is capable, competent, and qualified to provide us solutions to this mystery? Who else can answer some of these questions that you can't answer? All the whys. Why? Why? Why is this happening to me? Why does it have to happen to me? The only one who can provide this answer is our Creator. Science is really trying, but science has its limitation. Technology has its limitation. We can use technology and science to predict, but they have their limitations, and they do fail. So, brethren, once again, we want to remind ourselves that we need direction. So, question number one that is paramount is, why do we have to go to God? Why God? Why God? After all, there are other, other, other people. There are many wise men. There are educated people, professors, politicians, highly placed people who are there, doctors, scientists, who we, can, who we could ask certain questions. Why God that you cannot see? So why do we need to seek God's direction or seek him for direction? Number one, because the almighty God is the only one that knows the end from the beginning. He knows the end from the beginning. The book of Isaiah chapter 46 verse 10. Isaiah chapter 46 verse 10. It says, he declares the end from the beginning. And from the ancient times, the things that are not yet done, saying, My cancer shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. The book of Revelation, chapter 22, verse 13, has this to say of Jesus Christ. He says, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Alpha and Omega means A to Z of everything. The beginning and the end and the first and the last. Meaning that there is nothing new that will happen in this world that God has not known about it. Because before it ever started, he already knew the end of it. He already knew how it will end. These pandemics that the whole world has been baffled with now, God already knows. Even before it started, God knew it was coming. And as it is now, God knows when it will end. Everybody is asking when will life on and end on earth. God knows when life will end on earth. God knows when each and every one of us will die. Nobody knows. Even we don't know when we will die, but God knows. So that is why we must seek God's direction. Number two. Because we know only a little of what there is to know. Thank God, many of us are knowledgeable people. We know how to build. We know how to sell. We are, we are builders. We are architects. We are engineers. We are interior decorators. We are businessmen, fashion designers, and so on and so forth. So we know, we know, we know quite a lot. <laughs> But do you know what? Even what you know, 
you know only a little, just a little of what there is to know about what you know. Because new challenges arise every day. And human knowledge must be updated constantly via new research and discoveries to face these challenges. You'll be surprised, and you agree with me, that some of the problems and challenges we have today, the wisdom or knowledge of yesterday cannot handle them. There are some cars that are made today, that are driven today, the 2020 models, 2019, 2018 models of cars, that mechanics who learnt mechanic work some 20, 35 years ago, they cannot handle them. They need to go back and update their knowledge before they can handle them. So are the kind of challenges that are coming out today. That is why the government today are becoming frustrated, they are becoming powerless, because the kind of problems that are coming, that the world is facing today, they are the kind of problems that require new knowledge to handle. And so, that is why 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 9, 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 9 says, For now, we know in part, and we prophesy in part. Verse 12 says, For now we see through a glass darkly, but then, that means by the time we are uh, raptured, by the time we are translated, it says, but then we will then face to face, we will know fully. For now, Paul says, for now, I know in part, but then I shall know, even as also I am known. Meaning that by the time we are translated, we will attain to full knowledge and know everything. See, but for now, we only know in part. So because our knowledge is limited, sometimes we have been married for 20 years, we don't know who our spouse is. We don't know who our children are. Until suddenly, the spew surprises put up very strange or new attitude about them. They begin to behave in a new way, in a certain way. You say, ah, no, 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 this is not the husband I married. This is not the, this is not the husband I married for 20 years. No, no, I'm sure he can't do this. He's not the one that did it. No, this is not my child. This is not my son. I have known him for several years. No, no, he can't commit such an offense. That is life. Surprises, surprise. What you think you know? We know only a very little, very, very little. And that is one reason why we need God's direction. Number three, our understanding of what we know is limited and can fail us. Yes, we may think we know something, but how much do we understand that which we know? Knowledge is one, understand is another. Understanding is another. You can know something but not fully understand it. It is one thing to know that you are married to Mr. So-so-so and it is another thing to understand him. It is one thing to know that you are working in so-so-so environment but it is another thing to understand that environment where you are working. It is one thing to know that you are a Nigerian but it is another thing to understand what Nigerian is like, what being in Nigeria is like. Up to now, some of us do understand exactly what the problems of Nigeria is. Every day you see government saying one thing, doing another, saying one thing, doing another. Understanding is lacking. We don't know. We don't even know 
one another. All the tribes in Nigeria, we are still studying, we are still, we are yet to fully understand one another. And people ask, what is happening? What is going on? After how many years of independence? So an understanding of what we know is limited, and this understanding can even mislead us, deceive us, or fail us. So the humans have explored and exploited nature and its resources for our own benefit in science, in technology, in engineering, in medicine, in arts, in economics. Praise God for that. We'll be able to solve problems. Praise God. But there are so many things our understanding cannot handle. And that's why the book of Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 to 6. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 to 6. It says, Trust in the Lord and with all thy heart, and lean not unto thy own understanding. Verse 6 says, In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. <laughs> it can be stupid or foolish to say, Well, no, I know it all. I know that environment very well. I know my husband very well. I know my son very well. I know my job very well. I'm an engineer. I'm an expert. Sometimes you'll be faced with challenges that will make you to doubt what you think you know and it will make you stupid or foolish. When someone relies too much on his understanding, he's on the way to failure. I have heard of a particular engineer that built one of the biggest ships that has ever been built. The name of that ship is Titan or the Titanic, sorry, the Titanic. The engineer that built the ship, he boasted. He said, even God cannot sink this ship. He was so sure of what he knew because he believed he was an expert. And the first time the, the ship sailed ashore, more than 1,000 people were inside. Then an accident happened, the details of which I don't need to tell you. An accident happened. And gradually, gradually, the ship started sinking. They didn't know. A little hole was punctured on the base of the ship by an iceberg that melted in the polar regions. And then, as the iceberg melted, the ice was approaching the ship and hit the ship at a top speed. And the ship was punctured and water started entering. And gradually the ship was sinking until the ship sank only one soul according to the story was saved alive only one all the remaining people perished whereas there is someone called Jonah who was a farmer who knew nothing about engineering and God gave him knowledge and understanding to build a ship that saved the whole world and the ship was kept afloat for 40 days and 40 nights. And it saved humanity and saved all the animals that existed in that civilization. Brethren, lean not on your own understanding. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Number four, there are things we can't even know at a time, no matter our wisdom and our anointing. There are things we are not permitted to know. It doesn't matter the level of our anointing, except we go to God and seek Him for revelation. The book of Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 9, Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 9 says, The heart 
of man is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? That's a rhetorical question. It means nobody can know it except God. That's the heart of man. Oh, you see, go to Facebook, we see a lot of faces. A lot of beautiful, beautiful faces. I've never seen someone who put an ugly face on Facebook. Everybody will put his best looking part of his face on the Facebook. But that's Facebook for you. But there are people who have met on Facebook after looking at each other's face and they agreed to date and it ended in tragedy. There are people who have been lured on the Facebook, lured to their homes or lured to hotels and sexually molested and killed there. Why? Because they trusted Facebook. Why? Because they, can, they couldn't see the heart of man. The heart of man is one of the deepest things, one of the mysteries, most difficult to understand. The face is saying one thing, the heart is saying another. You cannot read people's heart. Only God understands what is going on in the heart of man. This is one reason that we need God's direction. In Luke chapter 8 verse 10, at one time, Jesus was telling his disciples, he said, and he said unto them, Unto you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. That's Jesus talking unto the disciples. Unto you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. Not very long later, just before his ascension into heaven on Mount Olives, the disciples asked, Jesus, will you at this time restore the kingdom unto Israel? <laughs> Jesus shocked them with the answer that he gave to them in Acts chapter 1 verse 7. Acts chapter 1 verse 7. And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power. I mean, just a few days earlier, he had told them, he said, Unto you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. But here in Acts, just before he left, in Acts chapter 1 verse 7, just before he left, he was saying to them, it is not for you to know the times or the season. Meaning that there are things we are meant to know, and there are things we are not meant to know. Just like that. So what do we do? We go to God. To know things that we don't know, we go to God. Even at that, there are things God will not reveal to us at a particular time that we we'll get to know later. No wonder Moses in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 29 verse 29. Deuteronomy chapter 29 verse 29. Moses says, The secret things belong unto the Lord our God. But those things which are revealed belong unto us and to our children forever. That we may do all the words of the law. Which means my brother and my sister, it doesn't matter how anointed you are. If you like, go to one Babala or go to a Susaya, go to a spiritualist. Sir, what they don't know, they don't know. There are things they will never know. There are things some men of God, it doesn't matter their level of anointing, there are things they may never know. Unless God himself decides to reveal it. And if God doesn't reveal it, that is all. That's the end. But then, what it also means is that God is the 
last hope of mankind. God is our last hope when it comes to getting divine direction. Number five, God himself is unlimited in knowledge and is a revealer of secrets. That's why we can go to him. The book of Daniel chapter 2 verse 22. On one occasion, there was a serious problem. The king Nebuchadnezzar had a dream. He could not remember the dream, neither did he know the inter interpretation. I mean, it is the dream that you remember that you can try to interpret. He woke up, he could not even remember the dream. He just knew he had a dream. And so he needed someone who would remind him of the dream and tell him the interpretation. All the magicians and the wise men of his day, he gathered them in his kingdom. And he charged them to remind him of the dream and to tell him the interpretation. And when they couldn't, he decreed that all of them would die unless one of them reminded him of his dream and gave him his interpretation. Because the dream was very deep. <laughs> they told him, I said, O king, your honor, nobody has ever demanded this of any wise man or magician. The only person who can interpret this dream or remind you is somebody who is a god, and he does not live among people. His dwelling place is not among human beings. That person must be among the gods. <laughs> then he said to them, all of you will die. I go to be with the gods that we talk about because you have failed me. And so, in the process of time, they were looking for Daniel too because he was one of the wise men. So, they told him, you are going to die because the king needs to be reminded of his dream and be told the interpretation. Daniel knew that it was beyond him to know the dream and to know the interpretation. So, he went to the one who is a revealer of secrets and who is unlimited in knowledge. And so in Daniel chapter 2, verse 22, after God had revealed the dream to Daniel and his brethren, Daniel said, God revealeth the deep and secret things. He knoweth what is in the darkness, and the light dwelleth with him. Look at that testimony. So God is a revealer of secrets. Is there something going on in your life that is funny, something that is strange and you can't understand? Go to God. I, I, I'm not saying go to spiritualists. Go to a fair prophet. Go to God. As a child of God, you go to him, he will tell you what is going on in your life. Because he's a revealer of secrets. He will give you direction. Job has this to say in Job chapter 32 verse 8. Say, but there is a spirit in man, and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. Are you a student? You lack understanding in certain areas of your life or certain areas of your study or profession? Go to God. He can give you direction. He can make you wiser. Romans chapter 11 verse 33. Romans chapter 11 verse 33 says, Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. Number six. Do you know that with God we can achieve much more beyond our natural abilities? Oh, yes. 
when God is on your side, when you go to God and you wait on Him, you can achieve far beyond your natural abilities. Like I said earlier, God taught Noah, a farmer, how to build an ark. And Noah built an ark that saved men and animals and floated the ark on water for 40 days and 40 nights and it didn't sink. Whereas when man, who called himself an engineer, tried to build the biggest ship that has ever been built in the history of mankind, called the Titanic, the ship sank and killed thousands of people. He gave Moses, God gave Moses a revelation of how this world was made and the origin of life. You can imagine if Moses had not spent time with God, how would all of us have known how this world was created? Because even science cannot tell us how this world was created. Science talked about the theory of the Big Bang in which there was a big explosion and everything just fell in place. <laughs> What a stupid theory. How can everything just fall in place just like that? And we human beings, science say that by evolution that we originated from monkeys. Okay, who created the monkeys? Who created the thing that, emanated, that monkeys emanated from? And so on and so forth. Science cannot answer some of these questions. But thank God, Moses went to God. And God told him how the heavens and the earth were made. How man was made. If not, we will never have known how we came to be here. Brethren, when you go to God, He can reveal secrets unto you. When the Spirit of God came upon Samson, he became a one man soldier. In his days, the armies of his nature, of his nation, they went on leave. Only he was fighting the battles. And he won all the battles. Except when he lost the battle with a woman, when he violated some of the some of the 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 the, the, the some of the, the 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 laws, the protocols, he violated some of the protocols and laws guiding his Nazarite. Brethren, when Samson was fighting, he fought with supernatural ability. On one occasion, he used the jawbone of an ass to kill 1,000 people. He destroyed a lion with his bare hands. But the way we go to God and seek Him for direction, there are challenges that our natural abilities and knowledge cannot understand or fathom or surmount, but we'll be able to handle them. And you yourself will ask yourself, wow, so I mean Moshelei, Am I the one that made this? Am I the one that achieved this? You'll be surprised. When we go to God. Brethren, God is always there waiting for us. God is still in the business of revealing secrets. And showing us the way. All we just need to do is seek Him constantly and put Him first. You want to go into a business? Seek God carefully. Seek His guidance. Don't rely on your understanding. What works for Mr. A may not work for you. Simply because Brother A has gone into one business doesn't mean that if you two go into it, it will work. Seek His direction. 
Seek his face. There are many things we have placed our money and our money go but we never got anything out of it simply because we didn't seek God. Life is full of mystery. Life is unpredictable. What somebody does doesn't mean that if you do it too, you will succeed as he succeeded. That person may not tell you everything that he did. He may just tell you, well, this is all I did, and it may be lie. Maybe there are other things that are behind that he did that, that, he did that you, you don't know, that he may never tell you. Seek God. Go to him in prayers. Ask for his direction. Isaiah chapter 58, verse 11, in conclusion. Isaiah chapter 58, verse 11. It says, And the Lord shall guide thee continually, and satisfy thy soul in drought, and make fat thy bones, and shall be like, and thou shalt be like a watered garden, and like a spring of water, whose heart fail not. This is the promise of God unto you, my brother and my sister. What does it mean? It means that when you go to God, you seek Him, you seek direction from Him, He will guide you. He will satisfy your soul in drought. He will make fat your bones. Meaning that at any time, it doesn't matter when people say there is a casting down, you will say there is a lifting up. When men are saying things are scarce, you will say, oh, things are okay. But then there is a condition. Very quickly, there is a condition. Yeah. In Isaiah chapter 58, Isaiah chapter 58, he says, he says, verse 6, It's not this the fast that I have chosen to lose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, and that ye break every yoke? Is, not, is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry, and that thou bring the poor that are cast out of thy house, when thou seest the naked, that thou cover him, and that thou hide not thyself from thy own flesh, then shall thy light break forth as the morning, and thy breath shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteousness shall go before thee. The glory of the Lord shall be thy reward. Then shall thou call, and the Lord shall answer. Thou shalt cry, and he shall say, Here am I. <laughs> If thou take away from the midst of thee the yoke, the putting forth of the finger, and speaking vanity. Verse 10. And if thou draw out thy soul to the hungry, and satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall thy light rise in obscurity, and thy darkness be as noonday. This is these are the conditions that precede that Isaiah chapter 58 verse 11, which says, And thou shall, and the Lord shall guide thee continually, and satisfy thy soul in drought, and may fire thy bones, and thou shalt be like a water garden, and like a spring of water, whose waters fail not. In conclusion, 
what it means is that when you see a hungry man, feed him. When you see a man that has no clothes, clothe him. When you see a man that has no shoes to wear and you have excess, give him a shoe. When you see someone who is in need, don't pretend and look the other side like you did not see him. Help the person. As much as it lies within your power, help somebody. Don't despise the poor. Don't despise the hungry. One of the reasons Nigeria is suffering today is because our government that is supposed to take care of the poor, they are not taking care of the poor. And when the poor cries unto God, God will look down upon those who are oppressing them. And God will begin to deal with them. Don't be among the people that God will judge. You want direction from God. You want him to guide you and show you the way. Anyone that you have seen at any time that you know is in the power of your hands to help, help them. There are people who don't have clothes to wear now and you have a lot of clothes in your wardrobe to give to those people who have nothing to wear. And all the clothes in your wardrobe is rotting there. You have a lot of shoes that your wardrobe cannot even take them. Some of them you have not used them in two years, three years and they are just there. And there are people who have nothing to wear. There are some of us, the food we have in our house is getting bad. Bags of rice, bag of gari, they have been there. And they are getting rotten. Our gari toting, 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 toting badger. The rice is that are already getting spoiled. And there are people out there who don't have enough to eat. And you are not doing anything about it. You want direction from God. Take care of the poor. Think of somebody beside you who don't have anything, especially in the household of God, where we call ourselves brothers and sisters in the kingdom. I pray for you in the mighty name of Jesus, as well as for myself, that the Lord will open our eyes to these things. When we do the will of God, when we come to him and seek him for direction, the Lord will be very happy to show us secrets. I pray for you as well as for myself. Every hidden secret in our life, in our background, in our ancestral background, in the foundation of our life that may be contributing to challenges or to sorrow or to misfortune, contributing to discomfort in our life. Before you sleep or by the time you wake up tomorrow morning, in the name of Jesus Christ, may you receive revelations concerning them. May God expose them to you. All the friends, all the enemies that are looking at you like they are friends. All the enemies looking at you as if they are your friends. They smile at you, but they curse you in their hearts. May God expose them to you today. Not only expose them, may God deal with them today in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for you, the Lord, go into the foundation of your life, into the root of your life. And begin to expose issues that have been noted, issues that are hidden, issues contributing to your rising and your folly. May the Lord expose them to you and deal with them today in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for listening. The Lord keep you, the Lord bless you. Please, I will advise you to take time to pray on this message. Seek God. And if you have patronized fake prophets or spiritualists, 
you need to repent. Maybe at one time or the other, you have gone to astrologers, palm readers, native uh, doctors, herbalists, because of that need, and you wanted to, and you wanted to, you wanted their help. I will advise you, repent, 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 and ask God for forgiveness. The Lord bless you, and may the Lord reveal himself to you as you seek him continually. God bless you. Remain blessed. See you another time. It is well with you. My name is Pastor Raphael Ogbe. God bless you. Remain blessed. Like a river attended my way When sorrows like sea billows roll Doesn't matter what I am promising truth Jehovah has spoken to my soul And he does well, he does well About tomorrow, I just live from day to day. I don't borrow from its sunshine, for its skies might turn to gray. I don't worry over the future, for I know what Jesus said, and forever He is beside me, for He knows what is ahead. Many things about